1: just go to cars.com. It's magical. Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to the Dave and Dia podcast. Starting at center from Portland, the Wiley veteran, Dave Decker. And a guard from Los Angeles, the patron saint of rainbows and unicorns, your podcast MVP, Dia Miller.
0: Welcome back to Dave and Dia Daily, an abridged version of our weekly Dave and Dia podcast. I'm Dia Miller. I'm here with Dave Decker. Today, we are talking about Russell Westbrook, which is maybe not a topic you would expect for a Portland Trailblazers podcast. But that's the beauty of these little short podcasts is we get to talk about whatever's going on. A big thing was made last night in a um, post-game appearance by Russell Westbrook where he addressed the fact that his wife had been addressing (laughs) that there was stuff going on. The short version is that his wife has publicly posted some things basically saying that their family has received death threats, that people are coming at them um, because of Russell Westbrook and, and his basketball career. And so Russ addressed that and talked about how that felt for him and how difficult that was having people come after him and his family that way. Um, There's been a lot of different perspectives of, about this. You can go online and, and find both her posts and his response. Um, I'm not going to take the time to read that all, but uh, this is a big thing. You know, we're seeing lots of this. And I think that in the NBA, there's always been trash talking, but I think in the day and age we live in with social media and things being so available and players and their families being so accessible, it is much more of an issue than it used to be. Um, for me personally, this, I'm not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan, as far as basketball goes. Um, but that being said, this is just, it's really a sad situation to me. I think anytime, a player's family feels threatened or unsafe or even really brought into the situation at all. It, it's really a tragic situation. Um, for me, I think, you know, we talk on this podcast all the time about the fact that athletes are people first and it, there's this tendency of fans to dehumanize athletes. And the fact of the matter is th- these guys are people and they are, they have families And in this case, Russell Westbrook's family has been hurt. And that is a a tragedy to me. And I hope that, you know, the more that this is talked about, the better we can be. Unfortunately, I think, sadly, that sometimes by talking about things, it just fuels the fire. And the fans that are dehumanizing these these athletes already just kind of get angrier. And it gives them even more to talk about. So it's it's a rough place. It's a rough place to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a nuanced topic, I think. Uh, I think there's a level at which everyone would agree there are boundaries. Making a player's family uncomfortable. Threatening that player or their family. Uh, Making the experience just god-awful for player, family, or people around you. All these are, are... terrible things, uh, to do as fans. And I think 99.9% of people would agree those are not okay. Uh, to some extent that has been happening with, uh, the Westbrook family and it shouldn't, no matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's a Lakers fan, Blazers fan, anybody that's at that point, it transcends basketball. Yeah. Um, there's been a side discussion or a parallel discussion because Russell Westbrook came out today and said, well, you know, it's also included if you call players' names, that that should be out of bounds. Uh, if, you, if you change their last name to a basketball term or whatever uh, and, and make fun of them, then at that point, uh, you are also affecting their families and you're also affecting their environment. And that's not okay. And that's more of the item that I've seen under debate today. And I don't approve of that. I think that ideally would not happen either. But I can see uh I, I can see more permeable boundaries on that one, I guess, in that I don't like it. I don't think I do it myself. At the same time, stuff like this does happen. Um and players are allowed to react, but we also have a responsibility to prepare each other for that kind of thing. So, I mean, I don't know. I waffle a little bit on that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, you know, and and the story that he told specifically about that was when he went to a parent-teacher conference for his son and the teachers talked about how his son was so proud of his last name and was constantly writing it and telling people he was a Um, Westbrook. That, as a parent, affected both he and his wife, and I think anyone with children can understand that. I can. Um, you know, this is, this is a a tough line for me to walk because I am somebody who tries to err on the side of kindness. I am not a trash talker in this sense of the term. Um, I, I will trash talk fans (laughs) more than players. Um, I I don't like this idea that people can just be out there saying whatever they want to say. And these guys really don't have any way of, of, of defending themselves essentially, I get that this is part of the game. I get that this is part of the culture. I do. I I get that yelling and cheering and jeering and booing and all of that is part of it. I understand that. I also think that there should always be boundaries to that. I don't know how you police that. I don't know that you can even really make this a boundary uh, I would be on board with it but I don't think it's realistic I don't think there's probably going to come a point in the in time where the NBA says you can't yell at players and change their names like I mean there are certain limitations I'm sure that they would have but I doubt that will be one of them that being said I do think that as as a fan for me hearing somebody say this would and and maybe this is just me because clearly other people don't seem to have the same response. But if I hear another human being make a plea for, hey, please don't do this, it hurts my family, then I'm not going to do it. You know, to me, if if a player feels that way, then I'm going to respect that. Um, but I am also aware that not everybody does things the way that I do.
1: I think there's there's context, right? Uh, look, if it were my child going up to Russell Westbrook's child and saying Westbrook, Westbrook, at that point, No. I mean, I would tell my kid, hey, that's not cool. That's his dad. It doesn't matter who you think it is. That's his dad. Knock it off, right? Not okay. Um, If I hear someone yelling that at a game when he missed a shot, especially if you're on the opposing team, or he's on your team and you paid him $50 million and he missed that shot, you know, a little more permeable boundary there probably in the context of the game. Um, Writers, writers. At a professional media site like ours, if if that became a habit, you know, I would probably, you know, not okay. I don't think that there needs to be a level of respect there. Uh, a comedy roast? Sure. I mean, there's always stuff. It also permeates a lot of different ways, though, in terms of, uh, I guess permeates the word of the day. Uh, look, uh, there's a reason that Russell Westbrook's child is able to write that last name and and gain an advantage because his dad plays basketball if his dad was joe smith just uh was the librarian probably he would not be going smith 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 right so there's a little bit of trading on that uh in terms of there's an advantage my name is westbrook and yours isn't Are children reacting in an equal and opposite way on the same well okay but yeah your dad missed a shot i don't know You know, at the same time, uh, society tends to disadvantage children, especially children of, you know, uh, African-American children and stuff like that. So when you've got some identity that's actually a super positive shouldn't be taken away. We can spin around about this like all day long. I think the idea is to be the best human beings possible and criticism and or teasing and or whatever about the game stays in the context of the game. Uh, and once that game is done, that there's a certain human level of interaction. And by the way, uh, last thing I'll say, were my family sitting near the Westbrook family and my children started to jeer him in some ways, I would say, okay, dudes, I get it. But that's his family over there. That's his kids. And their their relationship with him is way more important than your relationship with him as a fan. So... We're going to stop that right now because we don't want to uh, aggrandize ourselves by causing harm to them.
0: At the end of the day, people ultimately are going to make their choices as to how they're going to act and and what they're going to say and do. And, and, you know, individually, that's your prerogative. And and you're the one that's held accountable for those things when the time comes for those type of situations, if it becomes a problem or whatever, you have to answer for that. That's ultimately your choice. There's no laws or rules against it. You can say whatever you wanna say as far as calling him names or whatever. Um, but I also think that it's important to be aware of, of the weight and the consequences that words hold. I think words are important. I obviously, as a writer, that's something that, that is, is ingrained in my brain. And I also think kindness is important. And I think we live in a world where kindness is a lost art. Kindness isn't always easy. It takes strength and it takes effort. It's not something that just comes naturally all the time without work. And I think that if we all worked a little harder at being a little more kind, it wouldn't hurt. And in a situation like this, where you have somebody saying, hey, look, this is how it impacts me. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we each have the, the choice as to how we're going to act and what we're going to say. Um, but I think it's always important to to hear people out for things like that and take that into account when choosing words.
1: Yeah. And he may be making forty seven million a year, but if someone says I'm feeling vulnerable in this way that's more reason to be kind to them no matter who they are not more reason to be unkind all right that's dave and dia daily your short dose of dave and dia we will see you with our regular podcast on thursdays uh, and we'll see you as topics arise here.
0: a hater sees an opening down the lane moves towards the hoop but then dia comes out of nowhere to swap the shot attempt away saying get that weak stuff out of here Dave scoops up the loose ball. Now it's a fast break the other way with Dia. She's flying down the court. Dave sends her an alley oop. She jams Boom! Shakalata. The crowd is on its feet for Dia. I tell you, if she isn't the rookie of the year, they really ought to just stop giving the award.
1: What a talent!